Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. The website can be found at www.scriptureandprophecy.com. That is where you go to support this mission of truth and support the work. And your support is much needed, so please consider helping make this possible. Today, we are doing what we like to do. We're starting the week with some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. We're looking at Psalms 79 and 80 today, along with Proverbs chapter 24. Now, Psalm 79 and 80, uh, you get this sense that the the writer, the author, is, is crying out to God, asking God to remember his people, to forget his anger towards his people, to judge the heathen who have done evil to his people, and to just give ear to them once more, to, to listen to them once more, to shine his face upon them once more. And it sounds very much like a prayer that we could be praying today. God, please shine your face upon us again. Remove your anger. Remove your wrath. Forgive us of our sins and our trespasses. Judge the heathen that oppress us. And draw near to us once more. Let's take a look. Psalm 79 and Psalm 80 this morning. King James Bible. O God, the heathen are come into thine inheritance. Thy holy temple have they defiled. They have laid Jerusalem on heaps. The dead bodies of thy servants have they given to meat unto the fowls of heaven. The flesh of thy saints unto the beasts of the earth. Their blood have they shed like water round about Jerusalem, and it was none to bury them. We are become a reproach to our neighbors, a scorn and a derision to them that are round about us. How long, Lord, will thou be angry forever? Shall thy jealousy burn like fire? Pour out thy wrath upon the heathen that have not known thee, and upon the kingdoms that have not called upon thy name. For they have devoured Jacob, and laid waste his dwelling place. O oh, remember not against us former iniquities, let thy tender mercy speedily prevent us, for we are brought very low. Help us, O God of our salvation, for the glory of thy name, and deliver us and purge away our sins for thy name's sake. Wherefore should the heathen say, Where is their God? Let him be known among the heathen in our sight by the revenging of the blood of thy servants which is shed. Let the sighing of the prisoner come before thee according to the greatness of thy power. Preserve thou those that are appointed to die, and render unto our neighbors sevenfold into their bosom their reproach, wherewith they have reproached thee, O Lord. So we thy people, and sheep of thy pasture, will give thee thanks forever. We will show forth thy praise to all generations. Alright, that's Psalm 79. I'm going to read Psalm 80 also because it's only 19 verses. But before I do, let's just kind of rehash some things here. Obviously, he's speaking about a time when Jerusalem was uh, attacked and thrown down. 
And he and he's just saying, God, how long? He says, how long will you be angry? Will you be like this forever? Instead, please, he's saying, pour out your wrath upon the heathen, the ones that don't know you, and upon those kingdoms, those nations that don't call upon your name, for they have devoured Jacob and laid waste our dwelling place. And he asks him to forgive us of our sins, Lord. Don't remember our iniquities anymore. Verse 8 says, Oh, remember not against us former iniquities. Let thy tender mercies speedily prevent us, for we are brought very low. And in verse 9 he says, To help us, for your, if for, in, if for nothing else for your own name's sake. Why should, you know, why should the heathen, why should those who reject you, deny you, say, where is their God? Look at what he's allowed, hap- allowed to happen to them. He says in verse 9, Help us, O God, for our salvation. Help us, O God, of our salvation. For the glory of thy name. And deliver us and purge away our sins for thy name's sake. Wherefore should the heathen say, Where is their God? All right, let's move on to chapter 80 here. 19 verses. Give ear. O shepherd of Israel, thou that leadest Joseph like a flock, thou that delivered, thou that dwellest between the cherubims, shine forth. Before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh, stir up thy strength and come and save us. Turn us again, O God, and cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. O Lord God of hosts, how long wilt thou be angry against the prayer of thy people? Thou feedest them with the bread of tears, and givest them tears to drink in great measure. Thou makest us strife unto our neighbor, and our enemies laugh among themselves. Turn us again, O God of hosts, and cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. Thou hast brought a vine out of Egypt, and thou hast cast the heathen and planted it. Thou preparedest room before it, and didst cause it to take deep root. And it filled the land. The hills were covered with the shadow of it, and the bows thereof were like the goodly cedars. She sent out her bows unto the sea, and her branches unto the river. Why hast thou broken them down her hedges, so that they all which pass by the way do pluck her? The boar out of the woods doth waste it, and the wild beast of the field doth devour it. Return, we beseech you. O God of hosts, look down from heaven, and behold, and visit this vine, and the vineyard which thy right hand had planted, and the branch that thou madest strong for thyself. It is burned with fire, it is cut down, they perish at the rebuke of thy countenance. Let thy hand be upon the man of right hand, upon the son of man whom thou madest strong for thyself. So will not we go back from thee, quicken us, and we will call upon thy name. Turn us again, O Lord God of hosts. Cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. And that is Psalm 79 and Psalm 80. Begging God to forgive us and to remember our iniquities no more, and to shine his face upon us. And to save us. If you would, Lord, if you would just shine your face upon us, we would be saved.
Have mercy on us, Lord. All right. Let's see if we can get a little bit of wisdom to start our week off. We're going to read Proverbs 24, and then we'll be done for this morning. Proverbs 24, verse 1. Be not thou envious against evil men, neither desire to be with them. For their heart studieth destruction, and their lips talk of mischief. Through wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding is it established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge increaseth strength. For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war, and in a multitude of counselors there is safety. Wisdom is too high for a fool, he openeth not his mouth in the gate. He that devises to do evil shall be called a mischievous person. The thought of foolishness is sin, and the scorner is an abomination to men. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. If thou forbear to deliver them that are drawn unto death, and those that are ready to be slain, if thou sayest, Behold, we knew it not, doth not that pondereth the heart consider it? And he that keepeth thy soul doth not he know it? And shall not the re- and shall not he re- render to every man according to his works? My son, eat thou honey, because it is good, and the honeycomb which is sweet to thy taste. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto thy soul when thou hast found it. Then there shall be reward, and thy expectation shall not be cut off. Lay not wait, O wicked man, against the dwelling of the righteous. Spoil not his resting place. For a just man falleth seven times and rises up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. Rejoice not when thy enemy falleth, and let not thine heart be glad when he stumbleth. Lest the Lord see it and displease him, and he turn away his wrath from him. Fret not thyself because of evil men, neither be thou envious of the wicked. For there shall be no reward to the evil man. The candle of the wicked shall be put out. My son, fear thou the Lord and the King, and meddle not with them that are given to change. For their calamities shall rise suddenly, And who knoweth the ruin of them both? These things also belong to the wise. It is not good to have respect of persons in judgment. He that saith unto the wicked, Thou art righteous. Him shall the people curse. Nations shall abhor him. But to them that rebuke him shall be delight, and a good blessing shall come upon them. Every man shall kiss his lips that giveth a right answer. Prepare thy work without, and make it fit for thyself in the field, and afterwards build thine house. Be not a witness against thy neighbor without cause, and deceive not with thy lips. Say not, I will do so to him as he hath done to me. I will render to the man according to his work. 
I went by the field of the slothful and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding, and lo, it was all grown over with thorns and nettles and had covered the face thereof, and the stone wall thereof was broken down. Then I saw and considered it well. I looked upon it and received instructions. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall they poverty come as one that travaileth, and they want as an armed man. Alright, so the proverb ends there with like four verses just warning again against laziness. It's one of the most common things warned against here in the Proverbs. If you really want wisdom, start with this. Being lazy leads to poverty. It leads to poverty. Slothfulness is frowned upon by God. Wisdom, it says, is too high for a fool. <laughs> the thought of foolishness so foolish thinking is sin, it says. And the scorner is an abomination to men. I like this verse here, verse 16. For a just man falleth seven times and rises up again. But the wicked shall fall into mischief. There's also some wisdom here about don't rejoice when your enemy finally gets what they got coming. Because if you do, then God might see that and then remove the judgment. Let's read it here. It says, Rejoice not when thy enemy falleth, and let not thy heart be glad when he stumbleth. Lest the Lord see it, and it displease him, and he turn away his wrath from him. And then here's a, th here's a good one for us right now. Fret not thyself because of evil men. Neither be, of, neither be thou envious of the wicked, for there shall be no reward to the evil man. The candle of the wicked shall be put out. So don't fret when you see evil men seeming to get away with their wickedness. The day is coming when their candle will be put out. And guess what? They're going to stand before God. And they're going to stand before eternal judgment that never ends. A thirst that's never quenched. A fire that never stops burning. We need to stop walking around with our heads down and our shoulders sunk in like we've been defeated. We need to disconnect from this world and reconnect with God. I pray you've been blessed this morning, that you've been encouraged, that you've gained a little bit of wisdom little bit of encouragement to start your week. And I pray it in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. I'm very, very grateful. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless. <laughs>